Yeah, hey, how's it going, everybody? This is G Money with Growing Off the Grid, episode number seven The Bloody Show Man Style. This one's about wellness more than anything, but uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about my book. But uh, for this, uh, for the intro here, we got some Led Zeppelin. Uh, you shook me all night long. Uh, one of my customers, MG, you know who you are. Uh, he was out there and he's been shaking his, uh, his ladies with, um, with uh, Led Zeppelin and, and you shook me and I thought that was kind of fitting. So uh, props to you, MG. Thanks for showing me those vids. Love it. And so, yeah, this, this particular podcast, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've gone through the last week in the Human Connection uh, with the ganja grid and so forth, and then uh, get into a little bit of my book, uh, the reading, the, the second chapter of my book, um, The Bloody Show. And then we'll just talk a little bit about wellness and, and you know, see how it relates to, to where my aura is now and, and where the human connection fits into that all piece. And again, we're going to try and make this in under 30 minutes. Uh, every week it's been creeping up a little bit, and I think I almost made, made 35 there uh, last week. Um, with fuck cancer, but this one, uh, we'll just see how it rolls, okay? Uh, so yeah, um, last week we we uh, were, were in the middle of, of trying to make a sale to Canada uh, to a large commercial grow operation for the Ganja Grid. They're gonna be taking uh, some of the product to do some testing for us. Really appreciate those guys, they know who we are. Uh, we made a decision for the go-to-market strategy. Yeah, so we, you know, it's, um, I mentioned this the last podcast. Um, we, we tried our best to find uh, the best avenue for us to take for uh, public relations, uh, marketing, and all these kinds of things. And we went with a one-stop shop. We went through uh, through all then, made the vetting decision to go with these these folks that we're with now. Um, TB and MN, NM, you guys know who you are. Uh, it'll all come out soon enough. You guys will all see that. Uh, I was also on uh, another podcast called The Ganja Show, but it's spelled with an H. Uh, so it's uh, G-A-N-G-H-A, The Ganja Show. Uh, and that's that's uh, uh, hosted by Vipin. I uh, hope I get this right, buddy. Farkia. Vipin Farkia. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a newcomer uh, on the scene, kind of young kid. Uh, he's claiming to be the first... Uh, Indian podcast on cannabis. He's got a lot of people that are on his show already. I'm very impressed with who he's got on. So yeah, spent some time with him. That was real nice. I've uh, been working upstairs here on the ganja grid and just trying to get our our time lapse and our uh, germination sequence uh, done properly. Uh, just continue to capture a multitude of different media, and we're still kind of we're still kind of learning through through exactly how to do this the best way. So uh, today, actually, I'll be doing some, some transplanting of the seeds that we germinated into better containers, but we'll also be starting some new ones off with a different, uh, different angle from, from the camera that we've had in the past. So that's another thing that's going on. Uh, another piece that's going on is our sound pro profiles. We've, we've done some, some LinkedIn posts and, and gotten some information about the the best sound profiles for uh, growing our plants at different different stages, whether that be germination or seedling, clone, nighttime, daytime, uh, after after super cropping, like when they're injured, what's the best 
method, the best sound profile to give them the best um, healing, healing application. Uh, and, and so, yeah, we're, we're getting there and, and we are by no means anywhere near where we need to be. But some of the things that we've been talking about with the go to market folks is potentially we, we create a, a contest and have have people who have purchased them or want to purchase them jump in and and get their name out there for a potential playlist of the best sounds for my ganja. Uh, so there's a lot of pieces that, you know, brainstorming is going to start happening next week with those guys. So sound profiles is a big deal with that. Another piece is one of our testers in Florida. He has been using our product since the beginning of the flower cycle on his plants, which he's been growing for six generations. So he knows his plants. He is uh, very happy with the performance, at least what he's told me in the last couple of days, and actually used the word phenomenal that's right he used the word phenomenal as compared to test data currently using the ganja grid versus what he has previously so it looked to me i, I had a quick look at it and it looked uh looked like some of the the, the terpene not terpene sorry cannabinoid uh co content has been increased in some of the thc varieties that weren't uh or or uh, chemical compounds that weren't there with the ones previously. So I saw a bit of shifting around, which definitely means that uh, the ganja grid is working. It's not just freaking witchcraft, which brings me into my next little point. Um, not a, you know, not a huge big deal, but we you know, we continue to get a lot of uh, interaction on Instagram and some of the other social media platforms. We're making sales slowly, very slow incremental sales. And sometimes people repost our, our posts or repost our pictures, which I'm okay with. I understand people want to keep their pictures to themselves. I'm an open book. I don't have a lot of time. Maybe, maybe not. This cancer may come back. Who knows? But uh, some people are sharing our posts and our pictures, and they use the word witchcraft. And, and I, you know, again, it's just, it's almost hurtful to me because I, I didn't just go on a whim down this crazy spiritual path of trying to start a business from scratch with no market and no competition. That's not what I did, folks. I, I started this, yes, as a spiritual path for myself, for healing, for the wellness of myself during uh, a dark time in my life. And it helped me to be the father of a plant, a mother, a father, more seedlings that I all now have that are related specifically to me. They are customized to my body. And yes, this is where I started the whole business in the spiritual side. But as I continued to develop and evolve, it was clear to me that there is scientific evidence that vibrating your plants works. So over the coming weeks, you will see more information coming from me on some more further white studies that have been uh, have been done recently. So it's just one of those things that, you know, the, the people that I'm working with, the go-to-market strategy people that I'm working with, we're, we're going to have to target the, I don't want to call it a stigma, but it, the, the unknown of people to, or the, the quick response to people that it's witchcraft or magic or any of those kinds of things because there is fucking science behind it. And you'll see that. So that we just got to get past that. And once I think once we get over that hump, 
I, I think it'll it'll really help. It, it'll help uh, with everything, with sales, with knowledge, with understanding the connectedness that we have with the natural world is all about fucking vibration. Without vibration, we wouldn't be here. Cells fucking vibrate. Protons, neutrons, they all vibrate. So why not use that vibration using technology that we now have to make it better, to make our lives better, to bring wellness, to bring oneness with nature. So it'll all come. And yeah, it's it's a marriage, man. It's a, I've talked about this in the past during the human connection. It's a marriage between AI, artificial intelligence, and OI, organic intelligence. And when you bring the both of those together, it equals a happier planet. So it's a marriage of these things. So people need to let go of the show me the data side and and not put all their money into show me the data because there are sections, there are parts that you cannot quantify. You just can't. They're emotions and they're things that people have inside of them that you know is there. Love is there. Can you measure love? No, but we know it's there. We know affection is there. We know hate is there. All of these emotions are pieces that we have that we can't measure, but they're there and people believe in them and people invest in them. So, so I we got to get rid of this. Uh, you know, is there any scientific data? Because there is, and we're going to get more as I move along. But there's the other side of it, and you got to put the two of them together and make an educated decision yourself. So, okay, so that's uh, that's pretty much what what I what I had to talk about last week and what we got going on with the business. Uh, let me see here. So, yeah, so so the bloody show today. We're going to talk about wellness and recognizing that the body, recognizing your own body. And not being afraid of, of you and not being afraid of what people say and, 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 you know, fearlessness, right? Just get rid of the fear. You know, fear does drive us and that fear has its place in our life. But when it comes to our body and when our body's telling us something, what does that mean? That means that you cannot be afraid to reach out to people that know more about it than you do. Because even though you know your body... You, you can't know everything, right? Unless you're a doctor, right? And, and, you know, that kind of thing. So knowing your body and being able to accept what your body is telling you is a big part of wellness, right? Don't keep hiding it. All right. So let's go ahead and we're going to jump into chapter two of I am not an MRN or motherfucking record number, whatever, you, whatever I call it. Medical record number, motherfucking number. I'm not a motherfucking number. Chapter number two of my book, The Bloody Show, Man Style, February 28, 2018. And by the way, today is uh, Valentine's Day. My, my lovely wife, uh, you know, is out on a run. So I figured I'd, I'd get this recording done, one done, right, folks? Do it once, do it done. All right. The Bloody Show, Man Style. That morning, I came to grips that there was something wrong and I needed help. As with most men, there is a feeling of pride when it comes to asking for help. We are born babies and are molded into men. That morning, I had to break my mold. Out it came. The deepest chasm of my lungs had produced a monumental expression of my life. It felt like I was trying to get that one up for months. There it was. I knew it was special. I felt it was special. 
As I looked down into the garbage can to inspect what I thought would be just another green sputum, I realized this was not true, for there was no green. It was red. It was long. It was deep. In that moment, alone in the kitchen of my, pla of my palace, that the truth came rushing in. It had landed on a pure white paper towel that I had just used for wiping down the island after making lunch for myself and my two high school boys. It was as if the bloody show just rained down onto virgin white silk. My thoughts turned to dismay. I was suddenly brought back to my childhood again. I had three instances growing up where I had to have cuts stitched on my face around the eyes. Once for a broken nose and laceration received from an ice ball thrown by my best friend Brendan Sharp at the age of six. One from being smacked in the head by a passing flexible flyer on our favorite sledding hill when I was around eight or nine years old. And the last was contact made with a 50-foot rope swing in which I fell off the swing, stood up, glared back up the hill, only to find the blunt side of a 2 by 4 pound me right between the eyes. The first two incidents occurred in snow, and therefore, once they occurred, all you could see was blood drippings and streaks throughout the lads as caps... Sorry, and streaks throughout the... Caps silhouetting bread, right, bread, bread, bright red. Jeez. Whew. Let me start that one over again. The first two instances occurred in snow, and therefore, once they occurred, all you could see was blood drippings and streaks throughout the lad's cap silhouetting bright red against the blinding white of winter. <laughs> So I'm going to have to fix that sentence for sure. But that's what copywriting, you know, that's what proofreading is for, right? What all three had more in common was being in the hospital, laying on my back with the bluish-white surgery paper draped over my face while doctors attempt to stitch the cuts back together. There I was, wide awake, watching the sea of blood overtake the paper. Seeing the blood on the paper towel in the garbage can awakened some of these senses. Straight away, I carefully lifted out the paper towel and the monster and placed it into the, onto the island. Took a few pictures of it and placed it into a plastic bag for safekeeping. I just had that overwhelming feeling of trouble. I knew I could not hide it. I knew I had to speak up straight to the computer to look up our local doctor, Dr. R. Dr. R hailed from the Pittsburgh area of, of Pennsylvania. He had been our primary doctor since arriving in North Carolina some, from Ireland some 11 years ago. He was a brash, forward man that did not have much compassion and never sugarcoated anything. We had a somewhat strange relationship in the simple fact that we were both very forthcoming in our choice of words and rarely used any filters. <laughs> that means he must have been a pretty uh, raw dude, right? He was. That morning, I called and gave the scenario to the front desk. Dr. R was booked up, so I was given the opportunity to see MJ. That's right, MJ. And you'll never guess what her name was. Mary Jane, that's right. One of the RNs there. Well, my immediate thought was, sure, why not? 
Anyone with the name Mary Jane must have must be top notch. The appointment was set, 9.30 with Mary Jane. It was currently 8.15 or so. That gave my mind a bit of time to dissect more of what happened and to reflect on what was happening. I started to prepare myself for the barrage of questions that would be heading my way. I went back as far as I could in my bent, twisted, and damaged memory banks to understand any signs or symptoms that may have been a part of this dilemma. It all seemed like a pretty normal winter for me. Again, some sinus problems, but nothing out of the ordinary. But wait, was there signs? I did have arrhythmia in Japan. I did have a loss of breath in Wisconsin. Were they a part of it? I started to compile the little bits and pieces and off I went. This was my first visit with Mary Jane. <laughs> well, this Mary Jane. She was about my height, looked to be about, looked to be in good shape, glasses, very prim and proper. We sat down together and I went through all the bits and pieces that led up to this epic first signs of the unknown. She listened to my chest and I could tell by her reaction that something was wrong. Now, being with Dr. R, he would have been out with it straight away. Mary Jane was a bit more reserved, not letting in too much, but just enough that I felt a bit of euphoria coming on, almost like she was keeping creeping to the next steps she was recommending. I have amazing powers of observation and knew my initial feelings were correct. The bloody show was it. It was my time to pay the piper. All right, so that uh, that's, that ends up chapter number two of, of the bloody show. And uh, so, so, yeah, I agreed. I'm not the best author. This is my first time trying to write a book. And don't forget, I wrote this during my, my chemotherapy treatment. So uh, my mind wasn't completely there, but it was enough that I got my point across, I believe. And that, that point uh, we're just trying to bring across, at least in this, in this uh, podcast, is that as a man you feel like you are able to overcome things and you don't need help. And I've always been that way. Through my years at John Deere, through my years of owning businesses, uh, I, I'm just, I'm a typical man. I don't like to ask for help. I like to try and do things myself. But that morning, when that showed up, that big red thing and the overwhelming, overwhelming dread crept into my head, I knew that I was not, I, I couldn't leave this one alone. I couldn't just say, ah, I coughed that one up. I'll see how I'm doing in a, in a couple of days. Maybe that was just something out of the ordinary. Imagine if I had done that, right? Imagine if I had coughed up that, that, uh, that blood sputum and, uh, and just said, ah, that's, that's just nothing. That's just a bad cough. You know, it's, I'm going to leave it alone. That could have went weeks without having gone to the doctor and, and all this to happen. So I'm just trying to say, when it comes to wellness and it comes to your body, um, we all feel like we know our bodies, but maybe we don't know them as well. And, and a lot of times we all know this. When, when you start to feel something that you haven't felt before and you haven't had something diagnosed before, the first thing you do is go to the internet. Let me start looking at the internet. Type in, type, 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 type. 
Oh, I just cut that one off. So that's kind of, I, I, you know, me making the typing sound, this is a continuation. So I had to restart it again. But, you know, you go onto the internet, you start searching around for, for stuff, you know, to try and tell you what, what you just had happen in your, in, in, you know, with your body. And, you know, tons of people do that. Everybody puts stuff online. You never know exactly what you're going to get. So when you do see something that happens or you do feel something that's not right, and you go to the internet and you start looking and so forth, just don't be afraid to, to bring it up. To, to don't, be, you know, don't be afraid to bring it up to your doctor, to your loved one, to somebody and say, look, I don't feel right. Something's not right. Something's wrong. You know your body. And when it comes to wellness, wellness is a program, right, folks? It's not just a... It's not just a one and done kind of thing. It's not a, a, a piece of this and a piece of that. It's a holistic program. And it includes lots of things. And one of those things is connecting with the natural world. We know that when you connect with the natural world, you ha put yourself in a better space. A lot of people don't realize that you know, terpenes, which is a big piece of the cannabis industry, just because we, we all know the smell of it, at least when you smell cannabis, there's tons of different terpene profiling out there. But that's not the only thing. You know, the forest. I, I, I watched a, a show the other day about this Canadian Irish woman. I forget her name right now. She talked about the forest and, and in Japan, how people, you know, I don't know if it's on a daily basis. I think it's every day that they take a walk through the forest and you're able to connect with nature and it's not all about ai it's not all about artificial intelligence a computer screen a microphone a camera and all these things that everybody has nowadays the wellness piece is a complete piece and so bringing it back to the ganja grid and the human connection side of it um it's, it's been about two years since we incorporated the human connection. And, um, you know, I always like to do a play on words. And to me, I, you know, THC, THC was a, was a big tetrahydrocannabinoid. Blah, blah, blah. The human connection is the same three letters. And by putting the X in it instead of the CT for connection, you know, um, I was able to make a crossroads, right? You make that, that X. And to me, the X is a, is, a, is a crossroads. And it's a connecting piece. And I relate that to uh, uh, my days of Lionel trains and putting things together and, uh, or AFX slot cars and where you would have that cross-section of you know, there may not be a stoplight there to, you know, to, to guide traffic. And that means that you're on your own. So when it comes to connecting and the human connection, I wanted there to be an X in there because it can be a plethora of different types of connections that you have. It's customizable. The X doesn't have to be one certain thing or another. The, the only, the only uh, underlying piece that the X represents in the human connection is a person, right? If you look at an X and, you know, um, you look at Planet of the Apes when they were walking through the, the dead zone, I forget the, the name of the zone, the, the forbidden zone, the forbidden land, whatever it was, 
and you saw these statues of an X and you know the top two hands, the top two parts of your hands and arms, and the bottom with your legs, and in the middle was your was your head, and that's why THCX has the X with a human head in the middle of it. But I I leave the other spaces open because wellness means that it's not the same for every person. Just that you want to make sure that you bring nature into it. So when you're looking to connect that X in the human connection with whatever customized from you. You're going to be a piece of it. I would hope that you make nature a piece of it, and then you can put some other pieces in there. So coming up with the human connection, the ganja grid, I wanted to connect with nature more, and that's where the organic intelligence came to light, and that's where the human connection came to be. And it all came out of a dark time of my life. And if you think about um, the nursery rhyme, the little engine that could. And the little engine tries, you know, is, is called to action when one of the engines uh, can't perform its duties and can't, uh, you know, breaks down. And so this little engine has to try and pull this long uh, train of cars up over this hill. And it's very difficult for him. And he tries it a few times and tries and tries and tries. And you know, finally, he gets over the top, and one of these days I'll pull out my, my old books because I have them. But it's kind of like that. The, the whole wellness journey for me happened when disaster struck, and the bloody show showed its face. And that's when the, the clarity came for me that I had to reach out for help and that this was not going to be an easy battle, an easy hill for me to climb. But climbing that hill, you became self-aware about what wellness is for me, what it was for me, and what, what I needed to overcome that. And that was connecting with nature, connecting with a plant that connected with me, and bringing forth a customized solution for my life. And so that's what I've done. I've customized my path, my road. And while there's lots of uh, offshoots that you take as you as you walk along, you may hit a dead end and have to backtrack and then restart and so forth. I'm on a good fucking road, folks. Um, now this podcast, you know, isn't doing as well as I like it to be. Neither is the business. Things don't happen overnight. Instant gratification is is not real, folks. I mean, it, it it may be for a second or two, but you want to be longevity, right? So instant gratification doesn't happen too often. And when it does, it typically doesn't last. So as you're working through your wellness journey and you're trying to determine your path to becoming a better human on this planet, you can customize it to yourself. But just remember to keep nature in the middle, not in the middle, but in the mix somewhere. Because without it, we wouldn't be here. And you can't change nature. Nature is going to do what it's going to do, and you just got to go along for the ride and maybe make some, maybe flex a little bit here or there. Yeah, so um, so coming through that all thing and, and now coming through the next podcast, episode number seven, it's not doing as well as I'd like it to, but all I'm doing is building the case. I'm, I'm pressing the grapes. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm building the journey to... 
the part of the journey is being fun, right? You want to have fun during the journey, and I'm having a hell of a good time doing it. So while I'm not making a lot of money yet, it'll come, and, and it'll happen. It'll happen for me. And if it doesn't happen for me and I have to change directions again, you know what? I learned something. It's about continuous improvement. It's about the last uh, podcast that I did. It's the snowball. It keeps getting bigger and bigger as you keep rolling along. All right, so I'm at about 30 minutes, and we're going to go ahead and, and, and shut this one down. Just remember that wellness, you know, can come in the form of many different things, and it can come to you at many different times. Just remember that it's customizable to what your needs are, right? And just to also remember that you have to, you should remember to, to keep nature and, and organic intelligence in the mix. Don't just go all to one side, all in on Internet of Tomorrow and, and all those technology pieces. It has to be a marriage if you're going to make it work. That's my thoughts. Everybody has an opinion. I've got a bunch of them. Stick with me. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, this one is, is done, and I appreciate everybody's time. And uh, let me see if I still can uh, put on some, some Zeppelin towards the end here. Yeah, so this is the end of that song, I think. And it ain't gonna come on, doesn't matter. So, so yeah, uh, growing off the grid, this has been G Money. This one's called The Man Show, or The Bloody Show, Man Style, sorry. The Bloody Show, Man Style. Thanks for joining me. Another one and done pr production. Uh, G Money, over and out. We'll catch you on the flip side. See ya!